0: You know what I thought when I heard Hunter Biden was indicted nine times? I thought, great, now do Joe. <laughs> What's up? This is, this is Markay Saves the Republic. Thank you so much for joining me today, folks. I'm so excited that you downloaded this podcast. I'm so glad you're listening to it. If you're on Locals Watching Live, welcome and, uh, and uh, well, just welcome. Um, big news today. Big news today. This is really, this is big news. Hunter Biden was indicted on nine tax related charges. Three of them were felonies. Now, this is a far, we've come a very long way here in the United States of America. We've come a a very long way. It used to be when Joe Biden's son was indicted, it was on three misdemeanors, one of which was just gonna be dissolved in in a pretrial hearing, and the other two that were gonna be thrown away with a sweetheart deal that was gonna protect the president's son from any and all future legal matters. Now, for whatever reason, mm, things aren't, you know what, things aren't really, uh, things aren't really uh, going that way anymore. President Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, according to Breitbart, has been indicted on nine charges, three felonies for allegedly failing to file taxes, evading an assessment and filing a fraudulent form. That's a lot of, that's a lot of Fs. It's a, a lot of Fs. That's a lot of alliteration. Filing a fraudulent form. Uh, the 56-page indictment filed in a federal court in Los Angeles on Thursday alleged that the president's son spent millions of dollars on an extravagant lifestyle. Gee, you don't say. (laughs) It, it It took us this long to figure out that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and Jill Biden have been living well outside their means? You're telling me that a career politician, a senator from Delaware who never worked a day in his life, didn't create any companies, had no actual value, Uh, in the marketplace, was a failed attorney, had to resort at a very young age to running for government office because he just couldn't do anything else. A guy who made a set fixed salary for decades in Washington, D.C., you're telling me that that guy lived an extravagant lifestyle, as did his children? You're telling me that the average senator or social uh, servant to the people isn't supposed to be able to afford a massive Wilmington mansion and not to mention a an oceanfront property in Rehoboth Beach, Maryland, which uh, I mean, I don't know what the value of that property is, but it's in the, the land alone is worth millions. Oh, and let's not forget his, let's not forget his cherished, his prized, his, his, his coveted Corvette, which I'm sure is worth a couple hundred thousand dollars. Um, as well, listen, Joe Biden has been living an extravagant lifestyle his entire life. And we know, we know why. We know why Hunter Biden was able to stay at the Chateau Marmont and spend thousands of dollars on high-priced hooker uh, escorts. Pardon me, they're not hookers. The hookers is hookers is uh, not uh, acceptable terminology anymore. They're escorts is what they were. Russian escorts, the finest that um, that uh, you know your tax dollars can buy. It was. It was. There was no work going on in Hunter Biden's life. It was all just, it was all just crack pipes and alcohol and partying down. I mean, I, I you always have to look at this thing and you have to say, Hey, <laughs> you know, what took everybody so long? Why is it now that we're pointing out the obvious that Hunter Biden lived an extravagant lifestyle? Anyway, uh, he lived an extravagant lifestyle rather than pay his taxes per NBC news. I'm going to be honest with you. Even if he paid his taxes, he still would have been living large. Uh, the indictment also alleges that Hunter Biden willfully failed to pay his 2016, 2017, 2018, and 2019 taxes on time, despite having funds to pay for some of all these, ta- or all these taxes. So here's the dealio, the son of Joe Biden, who was the vice president of the United, S- I mean, this is, this is right after his vice presidency. Joe Biden was vice president of the United States until 2017. In 2016, we had the election. Donald Trump won. You may remember, Hillary Clinton was very upset about it. Still actually is. She'll never get over that, thank God. Uh, And then Donald Trump came to office in January of 2017. I remember I was there. It was, I was there and all hell, wait, someone's at my door. I should probably mute my phone. I should probably mute my phone before I do these, uh, before I do these podcasts. I apologize. But look, but anyway, so uh, where was I? Oh yeah, Hillary Clinton lost the election. Joe Biden came to office, and isn't it funny? Isn't it funny that in 2016, 2017, 2018, and 2019, Hunter Biden failed to pay his taxes on time? Now think about this. Okay, I want you to think about this. In 2015 and 2014 and 2013 and 2012, the four years prior to him amassing these indictments or these. These, these faulty or, or, or lackadaisical or just non-payment of taxes. Do you think that Hunter Biden was an upstanding young man that was paying all his bills on time? Do you think that it wasn't until Donald Trump became elected that Hunter Biden all of a sudden became delinquent on his taxes? Or do you think that this has been going on for quite a while, but maybe because somebody's daddy worked at the White House Maybe because somebody's daddy was Veep. Maybe because somebody's daddy had hooked them up with a Kush job in Ukraine with Burisma, was flying them all over the world, getting them cool deals from China and Moscow and everyone else. Maybe because somebody's daddy could pick up the phone and go, IRS, yeah, burn my my son's file. Maybe because of that, it didn't happen. We didn't know about any of this until Donald Trump came to office. Because think about this, 2016 taxes are filed in... 2017. So Donald Trump was president on April 15th, 2017. Joe Biden was long gone. And all of a sudden, Hunter Biden did not have access to somebody who could, I don't know, maybe get him off the hook for those taxes. He didn't pay because he was too busy or, I'm sorry, escorting around and smoking crack at the Chateau Marmont. Maybe this has been a long standing tradition in the Biden household. And when they lost power to Donald Trump, uh, Hunter Biden st- suddenly started uh, t- to become delinquent on his his tax returns because it was 2016, which is filed the year Donald Trump took office. And it was all the way through 2019, which, was, uh, which would have been filed in 2020. And that's when, well, we know what happened. We know what happened in 2020. It's really, it's really, I mean, look, it's really not that, it's really not that hard. When you look at it, a special counsel, David Weiss, brought the charges and the case was assigned to Donald Trump appointee, Judge Mark Scarzi. David Weiss, who started serving as US attorney in Delaware following Trump's appointment in 2017, said in a statement that Hunter Biden engaged in a four-year scheme in which he chose not to pay at least 1.4 million in self-assessed federal taxes he owed for tax years 2016 through 2019. I argue, that it was just a four-year scheme. I think this is pretty much life as usual at the Biden household. I'm pretty sure this was going on long before Donald Trump took office. It just looks like a four-year scheme because everything else was, you know, handled. It was all handled, like a Christmas present. Merry Christmas, son. You don't have to pay your taxes as long as I'm vice president of the United States. Uh, and there's thing about Merrick Garland. CNN noted that though Hunter Biden did eventually pay his taxes from 2018, prosecutors allege that he included false business deductions in order to evade assessment of taxes to reduce the substantial tax liabilities he faced. I believe, and I'm not sure, I believe this is when he went to a strip club, right, and dropped like 20 grand or 15 grand on strippers and tried to deduct that uh, off of his taxes, which, look, I'm not, you know. I'm not. Maybe he was having a business meeting. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what kind of business he's in these days or was in those days, but maybe it was a business. Maybe it was a legitimate business expense. Just the other day, we were doing um, a story. The Washington Post unveiled this big, uh, you know, this big expose about how the new niche in the world of sexual kink is dominatrixes or dominate or people who dominate. Anyway, there's a whole dominant thing um, of, you know, liberals who want dominatrix- dominatrixes to act like they're Republicans and force them into submission because, you know, they're snowflakes anyway. And also vice versa. There's this whole big thing where women and men want to act like they are, they are, uh, you know, uh, MAGA Republicans, and they want uh, liberal snowflake lovers to submit to them. It's this weird thing. There's also this whole uh, side hustle where, you know, Republicans are getting dominated or punished for voting for Trump and they get really, it's like a sexual, you know, perversion. What's the word? No, fetish. Uh, you know what? I think they're interchangeable. I think either one of them works. Um, anyway, the point of the story was I had to, I had to get audio of this so I could play it on the air. And the only way I could get audio of this was if I bought the clip from the porn site. So I, <laughs> I bought the clip from the porn site and I know it's going to take some explaining to my accountant. My accountant's going to be like, um, "What is this nine ninety nine charge to this porn website that you listed as a legitimate business expense?" I'm going to be like, "Oh, I just had to play the audio of the porn on the air, so I needed to buy the clip, and uh, it's you know as long as I have a receipt, so I should be fine." So maybe he was doing something along the lines of that. I don't know, but the the strip club expenses he was trying to pawn off as legitimate, uh, and I know they weren't. Look, a lot of people are asking why now. Why now is Hunter Biden all of a sudden getting indicted? Why now is Hunter Biden all of a sudden under attack? Why now are they they looking into him with uh, intensity that they never had before? Well, I think we can I think we can all see what's going on here. And if you can't, I mean, let me explain it to you. First of all, first of all, these are indictments, and in this country, unless you're a Republican, you are innocent until proven guilty. And the the second thing is. Hunter Biden is not behind bars. I mean, wake me when he actually gets convicted of something. There's convictions all over the place. But look, you got to look at the timing. If Hunter Biden is charged now for every single felony, if Hunter Biden is charged now for his tax evasion and his gun charges, if they go ahead and say, look, dude, if you want to get off these charges, we've got to get you charged We've got to get you indicted. We've got to get you in court, and if you're found guilty, because it goes one of two ways, he goes to trial. He's found innocent, which let's face it, in California, he probably will be. And there's no, you know, double indemnity. You can't be charged for the same crime twice, especially after you've been found uh, innocent of that crime. That's, I mean, unless, like, if, of course, you're a Republican. Uh, but the second thing is, if he's found guilty, Joe Biden has until January twenty first. I guess 20th, 2025, if he makes it that long to pardon him, it's getting to the crunch time. They're working backwards and they're saying, okay, let's see, January, 2025. If we go backwards, if there's, there's the election, he's going to be, if we get to court now, if we charge him now and we get him to trial in, let's say February or March and the trial lasts six weeks, we can figure out he may have to spend a couple months in jail But at least he'll be pardoned and then he won't have to worry about his past lifestyle beforehand. So that's, I believe, what's going on here. I think, you know, people are like, oh, look, they're trying to prove that there isn't a two tiered system of justice in this country. I mean, that's a nice byproduct for them. That's a great way for them to spin it. But rest assured, this is not some kind of scheme by the Democrats or the Republicans to put Hunter Biden behind bars. This is not the Justice Department trying to actually um, be just. This is not them trying to, uh, to uh, uh, treat Republicans and Democrats equally, not at all. This is a way for them to get Hunter Biden off the hook for all of his crimes, either by sending him to trial and, and having him come out squeaky clean, innocent of all charges, or uh, having him found guilty and then being pardoned by his father. that will be, nice be a nice little Christmas gift for next year. Anyway. That's my theory. Mark it down today, December the 8th, 2023. I believe that's exactly what's gonna happen. And yes, if the media, if, the, um, if Corinne Jean-Pierre, if any of these other Democrats can get out there and say, hey, look, Hunt- Hunter is being treated just like everybody else. Hunter, did a- Hunter committed a crime, Hunter's gotta do the time. If they can do that, that is an added benefit. That's an added bonus for them. But keep in mind, While they control the government, while they control the Department of Justice, while they control the IRS and the state of California and the media, ain't nobody named Biden going to jail. And that's another one of the reasons why we need to get them to stop controlling the White House, stop controlling the DOJ, stop controlling the IRS, stop controlling California, stop controlling the media. And we need to get some conservative, patriotic America first people back in place. And that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. All right. Listen, uh, if you I don't know if I uh, mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, I may not have, but we've got a new format going on. So if you are listening to this podcast on any one of your on your favorite podcast platform, fantastic. Make sure you're following. Make sure that you like and you share. Make sure you comment if you can. If you want to leave a five star review, that'd be great. If you want to leave a four star review, I'll take it. If you feel compelled to leave a three star or less review, don't even trouble yourself. It's a waste of your time. Just move on. Just don't hit it. Just ignore it and move on to the next thing. Uh, because we want to definitely continue to grow this platform and grow this podcast and grow the audio and make sure that we're doing things um, that, you know, are going to help spread conservatism far and wide, especially going into this new election year, which is going to be very important. Also, we've changed up. We've changed things up a little bit. bam, And we are now only doing a live broadcast on our Locals channel. So if you're if you're interested in watching this podcast, the only place you can get it now is at markk.locals.com. Markk.locals.com. Subscribe. You get some great benefits, some other great um, enticements, some other. It's 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 really a it's a fun group of people. It's a fun place to hang out, and we're going to be doing a lot more there in 2024. So uh, definitely uh, go and, and join. And then you can watch instead of just listening to this podcast every single day. Although if you just can listen, we love that too. Uh, and and continue. Make it part of your daily tradition because a. We're going to tell you who's out there trying to destroy this country. B, we're going to tell you what you and I and everybody else that you know needs to do to stop it. And C, you and I and everybody else, we are going to save the republic.